Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Happy weekend once again, Radio Family, and welcome to the weekend edition of Community Focus. Getting things started as usually is the case here on our intercom station Saturday and Sunday morning. Not only your fine company, but the company of members of our Community Focus family. Now, he was definitely regular in 2018. And as, of course, we are in the throes of the beginning of the new year, that typically, Rudy Click, means it's tax season time. Good morning, my friend. How are you? Good morning. Good morning, family. It is tax season again. It is. And so glad to have you back here. And given what's been the topic of conversation, whether at the water cooler or just in public places in general, Not only are we in the throes of a government shutdown, but of course, the big question, how is this going to impact the tax season? We're going to get into that. But let me start off by asking, what are the new individual income tax rates and and brackets? Just the general changes that whether there's a shutdown or not, (laughs) these are still the changes that are in place. You're right. Right. That's that is true. So we know that there was a new uh, uh, tax reform done in uh, the late uh, uh, 2018 that affects this year. Mm-hmm. And so the tax brackets, uh, most people always ask about which brackets they're in, but they go from a 10% tax bracket to a 12%, 22%, 24, uh, 30, 32, 35, and 37. Mm-hmm. Uh, 37 being the highest tax bracket. If you're married, filing joint, to qualify for that tax bracket, you have to make over $600,000. Right. And if you're single, it's $500,000. And if you're married filing separate, it's $300,000. And we make over that. Where the smallest tax bracket, which is 10%, if, you, uh, if you're married filing joint, if you make 19050 then that's, that will put you in that bracket. If you're single, it's 9525 Or married filing separate is the same thing. Right. If you're head of household, it's mm-hmm. 13000 Six hundred. So, and all the tax brackets fall within those ranges. So, it can go as low as as uh, uh, nine thousand five hundred twenty-five. It's a ten percent right. bracket. Yeah. Or as high as six hundred thousand dollars, which is a thirty-seven percent tax bracket. Excellent, and thank yeah. you for explaining that. And Rudy, please forgive me. Let me give you the proper introduction. You are an enrolled agent with ANC Accounting Services. So again, always appreciate your time. I always learn something from you, Rudy. I must share if I haven't already. Yeah. Any time that we talk about taxes and and tax reforms. The next question, how has the standard deductions changed? Let's go over that for the next few minutes. Okay, so, so there, there is a new regulation that has increased the standard deduction mm-hmm. uh, by nearly double from uh, $6,350 to $12,000 for a single filer um, and from uh, $12,700 to, to $24,000 for or joint filers. Right. And this essentially what this would do is simply uh, make, and we'll talk about that later, the Schedule yeah. A, <clears throat> almost obsolete. There's some things that you still can file on your Schedule A, but because you have that uh, 
$24,000 as a married couple, right? Uh, it'd be pretty difficult sometimes to reach that threshold to file, to itemize. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the major changes that's, co- that's taking place is the standard deductions. Very good. And to follow up on that, let me ask you this. Do I still have a personal exemption? Well, that was one of the compromises they ah, made on that is okay. that the personal exemption deduction uh, used to used to be used to reduce your tax income. Mm-hmm. So now there's there's generally it's it's uh, it's been suspended. So there's no real uh, standard deduction. I mean, uh, uh, personal exemption at all. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> you have it the first uh, 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 usually two dependents, mm-hmm. but generally you could you know choose all the dependents to to lower your standard deduction. Right. So that's something that has changed dramatically. Is that there's only two now. Just as an aside uh, question, Rudy, for for individuals, whether single or married, is there, I don't know if you've ever been asked this before, it just popped into my head, is there ever a cutoff, especially in terms of the number of dependents? Because you may have individuals who have a large family. They may have well over five, six, maybe seven plus kids. How How does that factor in? Well, yeah, that's that's one of the drawbacks of this. That, mm-hmm. in, in my opinion, that's one of the disadvantages in this new tax code because right. it used to be that you could take those exemptions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you had six children, there'd be six you could put on. You had, right. you had uh, parents, you know, you could have, uh, you could also put them exemption. But with the new tax law, a person's exemption is, is essentially suspended. Okay. Um, but, you know, uh, in 2017, taxpayers may continue to, uh, you get a deduction of four thousand five four thousand fifty right. for each person exemption. Well, at this point, there's no that that four thousand fifty uh, after two is not really uh, right. is not does uh, deduction contain now. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Now I'm pretty certain in in just that particular uh, situation or scenario, Rudy. We're still early into the new year, and I know you've been busy yeah, <laughs> since yeah. day one uh-huh. with these new tax laws in effect. Exactly. Yeah, we we starting in uh, the IRS started putting out uh, uh, bulletins and and documentation after the the law was passed back in July, and so right. we've taken and and not just me, but many of us taken several classes on the new uh, tax codes and right. hours spent wow. trying to figure out exactly. how <clears throat> this will affect our industry and how mm-hmm. how affect individuals. Interesting thing about it though is mm-hmm. that it was. Uh, some folks had said a lot about that it should make the tax code simpler. It has. It has not. <laughs> it's wow. made it made it more more complex, really. Wow. Yeah. Well, I just have to every time I see you, just commend you for your continuation and keeping up with the laws because they are constantly changing, and the fact that you've been doing this for a minute, my friend. Yeah. And well, and, and yet you're very welcome, and I, I just so appreciate your willingness to continue to take in that knowledge and to really help us because a lot of it, of course, when we talk about just the lingo in general can get a little Mm -hmm. bit confusing, but experts like yourself, you're there to really keep up. Now, I wanted to uh, share this, Rudy, with you that I had an opportunity to share with a mutual friend of ours in Mm -hmm. Mustafa Shabazz. Oh, yeah. And the last time Mustafa stopped by, we were talking about the impact that the shutdown may or may not have on the housing market. Mm-hmm. And I was relaying to him, and I'm sure even more so with you being an enrolled agent, have heard the news that the Internal Revenue Service says that even with this government shutdown, that tax refunds will be issued. Right. So we just got a communique uh, mm-hmm. yesterday, matter of fact, okay. 
that the uh, I think it's forty six thousand new agents will be coming back. Right, to work. correct. That's and that means that, that, that and that was the last news I heard. Right, right. Yeah. And so that means that they will they will open the the uh, the gate the uh, the digital gates open mm-hmm. on time. Mm-hmm. Refunds should be going out on the time. Okay, very good. Hopefully, you've gotten your W twos on time and all right, that things. Exactly, so, exactly. So so. So the taxing is supposed to start smoothly. Okay, good. Now, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best way yeah, to put it because right. every day we're hearing something like, can it get any crazier than it already is? Right. And, of course, we seem to have that question answered, but we, we won't get into all the the political uh, portion of that. Exactly. But let's, let, let me – and thank you, uh, Rudy, for letting me kind of just step Aside yeah. a little bit, but getting back on, on base, especially with the uh, Tax Reform Act. Now, let's focus mm-hmm. on, and, and let me ask you this, has the deduction for alimony or separate maintenance payments, have they changed? Uh, they have. This is a real interesting uh, uh, code. Yeah. Uh, well, well uh, I would say not code, really interesting twist on the law. Mm-hmm. It says for any um, uh, divorce or separate agreement uh, entered into uh, December the 31, 2018, after that, right. uh, that separate maintenance has uh, payments have been repealed. So what that means now uh, is before this mm-hmm. law is that you, if you had alimony, you had to count that alimony as income. Right. And if the person that was paying the alimony had to count the alimony as, as a deduction. Mm-hmm. Well, that's been suspended. Now, at okay. this point now, you don't have to count it as income, nor, do you, nor are you able to deduct it from your taxes. So, right. so yeah, so you can pay it, mm-hmm. but you're not going to be able to deduct it. And if you do get it, you don't right. have to claim it as income. Income. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. It, it just seems that every every year there is something. Like twist. you said, a little twist. I <laughs> yeah, like that word. Yeah. Well, Rudy, let me ask you one more question before we go to break. Uh-huh. Has there been any changes made to the tax, a child tax credit, rather? Yeah, this is another change that was made in the, in the, um, in the law is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, I guess, Previous, you got a child tax credit of $1,000 per child. Mm-hmm. So that's gone up. That's gone up to $2,000 per oh, child, which is a great, great benefit, yeah. I think. And the refundable portion, you also got $1,100 mm-hmm. if you had, if you get it, what they call an additional child credit, child okay. tax credit. Right. So now that's gone up to $1,400. Okay. So those two child credits have, have really been increased. And, they, and if you can qualify for those, that's a, right. that's a great benefit. Yeah. That is, especially mm-hmm. when we look at some of the others in which have either been removed or, or have mm-hmm. been taken away. Mm-hmm. Well, just, I'm sorry. Just, just one thing on sure, that, too, sure. uh, I need to point out, is that they did increase. It used to be that it, it phased out uh, right. at, at, at if you was married, filing joint, and phased out at $110,000. Well, they increased it to now that it won't phase out until you make over $400,000. Okay. So more people will be able to get that credit. Credit, exactly, yeah, right. exactly. Excellent. Well, this is why I have you on our public affairs program, Rudy, time and time again, because yeah. your your expertise and your knowledge, it has been such a huge benefit to our radio family and our listening audience, and I just thank you for what you do. Well, thank you. Thank you so You're much. You're so welcome. Now, Rudy, this is just the beginning. We've got the second half of the program. We can get into uh, more specifics, mm-hmm. not only about the tax reform and, as we uh, mentioned earlier, the fact that refund checks, if you are expecting one, mm-hmm. they are scheduled to, to come or to go out, yeah. rather, on so, time. On time. Yeah. That, that's the key. That's right. the key. Yeah. But we will, 
Come back. More of the weekend edition of Community Focus. Thank you, Radio Family, for your great company. And we indeed will be back right after this. More of the weekend edition of Community Focus heard in our intercom station Saturday and Sunday mornings. Thank you, Radio Family. Wonderful company as always. And the wonderful company of members of our Community Focus family. He is still regular, even in the new year of 2019. Enrolled agent Rudy Click joins me, Renee Vaughn. And Rudy is with ANC Accounting Services. He is an accountant and tax consultant. And of course, that is our topic of discussion. If you are just joining us, we are sharing. Well, Rudy, you're doing more of the sharing. I'm just asking (laughs) questions on the Tax Reform Act. And we're going to get into continuation of the things you need to know about the tax reform. Not only radio family and general changes, but Rudy, we're also going to talk about those itemized deduction changes as well. But picking back up on our conversation after the break, what are the changes to both the estate and gift tax? Let's talk about that. Sure. Um, and this is one of the changes that uh, it's it, it been a constant conversation about repealing the estate tax mm-hmm. and the gift tax. And uh, so, and interestingly enough, even though that was been a lot of got a lot of chatter about that, right. it still hasn't been repealed. Okay. So we still have that the, the estate and gift tax uh, with us. However, the estate and gift tax uh, exemption has doubled now. Mm-hmm. It used to be that it was five million point uh, five point four. Mi- Five point four okay. million mm-hmm. uh, in twenty seventeen. Now it's going up to eleven point one yeah. million. So you get double the tax that you can that you can use to get the tax. But it's still with us. You still pay tax on it. Right. But it does help those people that's doing estate planning and estate uh, uh, or, or gift tax planning. Right. It does help you because it does give you a much higher threshold. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, right. Fantastic. Now, of course, the other big thing that I think has been a, a topic of debate or discussion, however you want to put it, the Affordable Care Act, is the ACA individual mandate still effective? It is not, interestingly enough. Well, I, I, I misspoke there. It, it is effective, but it's zero. Okay. So what is it, you know? So what you'll see on your taxes, you, mm-hmm. it, it, it'll still uh, uh, look the same. Right. Is that they uh, still expect you to have tax? I mean, still expect you to have health insurance. Mm-hmm. Right. right. But if you do not have it, where it would be a penalty of five hundred or whatever mm-hmm. it was, mm-hmm. at this point, it'll be zero. Wow. So, so yeah. it's not there. So yeah, that's something that's that was huge. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because a, no a lot. Yeah. Right, right. Because that was really. A very difficult situation that a lot of persons were finding themselves in, yeah, in that they yeah. simply could not afford Would health insurance, right. but yet they were still being penalized at the same time. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that's good to know. Yeah. Now, what was the changes made to the education savings plan? Give us some insight on that. Well, um, the, the the tax code had a, a five what we refer to as a five twenty nine plan, mm-hmm. and that was uh, to help you with tuition. Okay. It was primarily used for college-age children. You know, mm-hmm. if you had children going in, you could take a 529 plan right. to help defer college costs. Mm-hmm. Well, with the new tax code, it now is allowing you to use that money mm-hmm. almost like an education savings plan, oh, okay. which means you can use it for K-12. Right. So if, you, if you're if you going to have kids that maybe going to private school or mm-hmm. public uh, or public private schools, the, the, the different thing. Now you can take that money and you can put it in a savings plan to help them with education, Fantastic. even through the K year from from yeah. kindergarten four. Okay, or, yeah, very good. That's a big change. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. Like I said, my friend, a lot of things 
within just the general changes alone. Is there anything that I left out that you wanted to add? Well, uh, you know, it, it's some qualifying uh, requirements there. Mm-hmm. One of the, it's a qualified expense you can write off. It's up to $10,000 right. per child yeah. in elementary school or secondary school. Mm-hmm. So it, there is some, there's, it, it's all, it, as everything is, it's always, it's always what's in the details. Right, matter. exactly. Yeah, right. Exactly. So it's really important for all of us to really do our homework. Yeah. And, of course, to rely on very knowledgeable individuals like yourself. <laughs> Rudy, before we yeah. begin our, our conversation on the itemized mm-hmm. deduction changes mm-hmm. that will be taking place here in the new year, I just wanted to ask as an aside, in all the years that you've been an enrolled agent, and I want to get back to the uh, the government shutdown. Mm-hmm. Now, they say this is perhaps the longest one ever, I think, yeah. in history yeah. since the existence of, of government shutdowns. What typically or how does or even if it does typically affect you as an agent when it comes to helping individuals like myself when it comes time to prepare our taxes? Well, it it, it frustrates us to know again sure, because yeah. we, those of us in the industry that works with the IRS and the Department of Revenues mm-hmm. uh, throughout the country, uh, rely on them uh, to get information from them. Exactly. So we, we, a lot of time when people have tax problems, they need us to get extensions for them. Mm-hmm. They need us to converse with the IRS uh, about, you know, monies they're taking out of their, their uh, uh, bank accounts or pay. Right. And when they're closed, we can't speak to them. Exactly. Yet, right. We can't exactly. get things there. And as you know, as a bureaucrat, like the IRS is, mm-hmm. it's, it's a, it's, it, things happen and stuff True. goes on. Interesting right. thing about it, my clients are complaining which they tend to complain about the IRS a lot. But, you know, they complain because they said, well, they are still sending out letters, and they do, because that machine didn't cut off. Oh, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. They're still sending out the letters. But true, yeah. right. Or they're still dragging my money out of my account. That yes. didn't, they're still getting revenue, Yeah. It, but they still not answering the call. So it does make it frustrating, and it slows up things, yeah. And it, it really does. And, yeah. and on, on the, the flip side of that, to, to Rudy, to – Let's just kind of take out the agency part of the Internal Revenue Service and to focus on the individuals Uh who are trying to maintain a living just like the rest of us. And it's really hard when you have a lot of government workers who are furloughed. Oh, yeah. They're going to work with no pay. No pay. And this is going to be the case with those 46,000 that are going in to issue out our refund checks. So if, like I said, we we take the politics out of this Mm -hmm. and we just focus on the means of living, it's just as hard for anybody, no matter what you do for a living when you're furloughed. Well, imagine that if you're a business owner, if I'm a business owner, I have have employees. Yeah. I find it very difficult to ask my uh, uh, assistants to come into work, right. but I'm not going to pay, pay you. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't. There are very few who fit that description <laughs> that right. are that are willing yeah. to do it. Now, it is one thing when you love your job and you can say, "I could do this," you know. And I think it's really more of just a saying that if you really mm-hmm. love it, you would do it without pay. But in yeah. reality, I mean, we we have to, you know, maintain some sort of living because we either have to take care of ourselves, or right. we have family members that we have to take care of. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's very, um, it's problematic to say the least. Yeah. Have to ask uh, those uh, uh, government workers to do that. Right. You know? and, I, and, and I really think, you know, we all can show patriotism in different ways. 
But I think for them to go and say, I'm going to go and do that job because my country needs me is a patriotic act. Yeah. And I really appreciate you sharing your input on it. And I appreciate not only your company, Rudy, but the fine company of members of our Listeners, I should be saying, you're a member of our Community Focus family, but I want to thank our radio family for tuning in. It is the weekend edition of Community Focus, heard Saturday and Sunday mornings Mm -hmm. here on our intercom stations. And you are not just hearing me. You hear me all the time, radio family. But it is nice to hear from various members of our Community Focus family. This particular weekend, it's Rudy Click with ANC Accounting, an accountant and tax consultant, or an EA enrolled agent joining <laughs> me here on our public affairs program. Now, Rudy, thank you very much, too, by the way, for, for letting me uh, share a little bit and you sharing somewhat mm. on, on this recent government shutdown. But getting back on track with the Tax Reform Act, let's get into the itemized deduction changes. One question being, has my state and local deductions changed? Yeah, they have changed. And, um, I think of all the uh, 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 effect of the mm-hmm. new tax act, the individual itemized deduction is probably the Schedule A is what most of us know it as. Right. It's probably the one form that's going to be uh, tremendously different. Right. Uh, and given that the uh, you are able to take uh, state tax, like if you if you paid your uh, your taxes mm-hmm. for your, the state uh, income tax. Or if you took, uh, you know, uh, property tax on your cars or your vehicles, right. you're always able to take those on your Schedule A. Now, you still are able to. Okay. But the difference is that it's a $10,000 um, cap on that, mm. meaning that, you know, some of the larger states, the tax, state tax can get very, very high. Right. And so you can only take up to $10,000 on that state on that tax deduction, which would be a big impact on some people. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, will I be able to deduct my mortgage interest? That's I don't a, think I've asked you that before, have I? You no. Know, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, the mortgage interest is another issue. Right. Whereas there is um, a, a cap on uh, mortgage interest that's $750,000. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, most interest bills won't be that high, of course. Right. But there is a cap on it, which means that if you do have uh, several uh, 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 houses or if, you, if you're if a rental uh, investor, that will that cat will affect you in what you mm-hmm. do. So you have to do some more tax planning. Right. And this is what I'm saying, a little more complications because you got more you got m- more stipulations in there of what you can do and what you can't do now, which you could take it all. Okay. Forward. Yeah. Very good. And and again, Radio Family, we, we try to bring the experts to you here on our public yeah. affairs show, especially on matters that deal with in this particular case tax reform. Speaking of which, uh, again Rudy, getting back to your years of experience Typically, how many new laws go into effect that you can bring to mind year after year? Oh, uh, several. I mean, several. Okay. Yeah, several. So, uh, just the thing about the Schedule A, uh, mm-hmm. you know, there used to there there was a provision on the Schedule A when you could take uh, uh, charity deductions, and right. you still can take charity deductions, but they're capped again. Okay. Uh, the Schedule A also you would you. For it, it will impact, I think it will impact our truck drivers and our salespeople mm. primarily because they could take unreimbursed uh, expenses. Right. Where if they 
or going out and they took uh, clients out to mm-hmm. dinners and stuff like that to take those expenses. Right. But those expenses are no longer uh, allowed. Right. You know, right. it's interesting you should mention that because mm-hmm. it reminds me of a time in the early days of radio. Now, I don't know if radio stations, perhaps in smaller markets, still do this. The bigger ones may, but there was a time in which record reps or individuals who represented various record companies would visit different radio stations, and that would be the thing. They would take a few people uh, out to lunch, you know, out to to special occasions. And I had always wondered, you know, was this that type of situation that you're describing right now considered part of writing it off on a business tax, so to speak, right, you know. Right. So and that's what they use, they unreimburse. Right, exactly, yeah. exactly. And, and, of course, as with most things, you know, there's, there's always change. The industry has changed quite a bit. So, but I, just as a side note, that was interesting that that yeah. you had mentioned that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it will be some adjustments needing to be done. True, you, true. Uh, right. With with certain persons who are under that category. Right. But uh, Rudy, in the remaining minutes that we have in the program so far, what have been, in your opinion? the most frequently asked tax questions as you have individuals coming to you to help them to prepare for this tax season? Well, they they do get involved a lot in, in because this tax code uh, uh, act, reform act, really uh, affects the businesses because mm-hmm. it's, it's in, even though there's some effect we just talked about with the individuals. Right. This tax code is primarily more more uh, geared to businesses and businesses are coming in and asking mm-hmm. how is this going to affect me you know right and so many of them going to have to do a little more paperwork mm-hmm. there's some there's some uh, qualified benefits that they can get uh, and so their tax rates has gone down from as high as 37 percent to as low right. as 20 percent okay so that's a big de- big decrease there for them wow. so businesses are asking a lot of questions okay. they're not really sure what's uh, for, for most business people even myself yeah uncertainty is not something uncertainty is not our friend absolutely <laughs> right. not so we're concerned about that so, right right, right. Mm-hmm. very much so now from the individual uh side when someone's coming in to file taxes are there any concerns on their end with well, this new tax law yeah they they're they're simply working on these 10 questions that we just talked about right many of them working on you know they want to know what their tax rates are how their tax mm-hmm. rates changed right uh they're real concerned and i find that they there's some concern especially with our with our truckers and stuff about yeah the, the effect on the schedule a because the schedule mm-hmm. a was really a, a, a tool that right to help them maintain and keep their taxes low so schedule a losing mm-hmm. schedule a is going to be a big a big uh problem yeah yeah yeah. well getting back to what you were saying about uh uncertainty is is no one's friend uh rudy i think the one thing that we don't want our listeners to do is to to feel that they're in a panic i mean we're 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 still early into 2019 right so Mm -hmm. we have several months down the road in which Hopefully, one, we'll see this government shutdown come to an end. That's first and foremost the Mm -hmm. main thing. But secondly, you know, between now and especially that April, uh, it will be on the 15th this year, correct? Yep. Okay, it will be on the 15th. Just wanted to to make sure because, uh, no, we we don't have anything unusually uh, taking place in which we have that extra day in February that would kind of shift things a little bit or... But when, you know, between now and April, there's still some time 
for us to get in contact with you to yeah. ask any questions. So mm-hmm. right now, this is just a great way to prepare us between right. now and April to get, like you said, these 10 questions that we've gone over that outside of them listening to us here on the weekend edition of Community Focus, by all means, Rudy, they can get in contact with you or even see you in person. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so absolutely. share share your contact information. Sure, sure. I can. I, we we uh, do our business out of Kernersville, and we're at 210B Century Boulevard, in Kernersville, and uh, I can be reached by phone at 336-996-7650. And uh, my website, of course, is ancaccountingservices.com. I have an email, which is uh, info at ancaccountingservices.com. Always looking forward to uh, to meeting and talking to people and, and, and talking about the tax the new taxes and how it's going to impact them. Yeah. Well, one thing I probably, probably should have said out from the outset about this new tax, sometimes people think this tax code, and, and, and I think you should know this by the times I've been coming here, right. that nothing is set in stone. Exactly. Right. True. So this this code is really going to open up in 2018, but it's due to expire in 2025. Okay. So. And that's literally around the corner. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> the right. way we've been going that's through right. these last months and few years. Yeah, we are moving pretty yeah. fast. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, any in the remaining uh, couple of minutes that we have on the program, is is there anything that you wanted to either go over again or or add that I didn't ask in my questions to you or just something you want to share with our audience in general? Well, I want to also share that many of us, now that we're talking about refunds, many mm-hmm. of us need to be aware that the PATH Act, which was passed a couple years back, is still in force. That means that PATH Act simply says that no refund will be given out until uh, until uh, February 15th. Okay. So still remember that. Still be aware right. Right. that you can come in and get your taxes done, but the IRS will not send them out, especially if you have a re- uh, if you have a the uh, the earned income credit or right. the uh, child tax credits, any of those type refundable credits, they won't be out to you. The refund won't be out to you until the twenty until uh, the fifteenth of okay. February. Okay. At the earliest. Okay, you heard that, radio family. So, uh, each time you go to the mailbox, <laughs> <See>? <laughs> anticipating, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not until that February date that that will actually happen. Well, Rudy, as always, my dear, I so appreciate this wonderful information that you uh, send to us, especially updating us on the tax laws in general, which year after year, like you say, or like we've been discussing for the majority of our time together here on Community Focus, they change. Absolutely. And for every coming year, we should just expect that there's going to be some change. Right. But with change comes the knowledge mm-hmm. of knowing what to do, knowing who to go to right. to get that help, and, and just really just not panicking, right. I think, is the best thing. And yeah. I know for, for perhaps for some of us, this time of the year, it can be frustrating, but it doesn't have to be. Right. Right. Yeah. And it'll be fine. I think it'll be fine. I think you're right, too. Well, thank you so much, Rudy, as always, for your time. I always appreciate your great company. Now, I just wanted to go back over again. Your location is 210B Century Boulevard in Kernersville. Now, Rudy, this is this is how, you know, I'm old school when I have to take my glasses all the way down to my nose (laughs) to see that fine print. (laughs) I'm getting older. I'm getting older. But again, 210B Century Boulevard in Kernersville. Now, you can be reached at 336-996-7650. 
Exactly. Okay. And your email is R as in Rudolph, mm. J as in Jason, C as in Charles. So RJC at ANC accountingservices.com. Right. Services with an S. With an S. That's right. Put that S yeah. on the end. Well, Rudy, thank you so much. Again, I appreciate your time. You know with me, never any goodbyes. Even in the new year of 2019, I look forward to your next opportunity of, right. of sitting down with me and engaging in great conversation. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you, Radio Family, as well. Your company greatly appreciated, too. And certainly... All of the good things that you're doing in our communities in this early start of the year, I really appreciate that. Keep up the great work so I can keep talking about you. And certainly keep it right here each and every Saturday morning as we get the word out and we talk about good people like Rudy Click, (laughs) who are doing good things in our communities, especially getting us prepared for another tax season. Do enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of this weekend. We officially bring to a close another edition of Community Focus. Until that next time, take care. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.